when is the best time for me to sell my second home? So uh, let's get into it. I already own my second home. I bought it. When do you recommend I go and think about potentially selling that second home? Well, Heather, you know, realistically, when it comes to making a decision to sell a second home, you got to understand why you bought it and has the terms, environment, conditions, use what, whatever you want, changed, right? And when I say that, I mean the terms are it, my mobility. It's not as easy to get around. I've been in the second home now and I'm getting, I'm aging in place and it's a little less comfortable for me to walk around or to get in the car and drive to, to the grocery store. I might now think about going to an assisted living center, okay? okay. Well, That's one. What happens if it's an investment property? So let's start there. Okay. It's, it's you know, we have a, a lot of the younger generation that is buying a second home, but they're buying it as an investment property because um, they were like, I got to move up and now I have the second home. What am I going to do with it? Um, investment properties. When is the best time? Let's start there. Okay. I want to sell that. Okay, so the best time to sell an investment property is when it no longer performs the way you want it to perform. Let's say the quality of tenants you're not getting like you used to get, okay? Let's say there's been a push in the rental market where there's so many rentals out there right now that there's pressure, or we call it rental compression. So a $1,500 a month rent is now $1,300 a month. And that might not be enough for you to have the cash flow that you want. It also might be that I may want to sell that, take the profit, do a 1031 tax exchange, and buy two investment properties. So if you were able to do a mortgage curtailment, which basically is you're pushing down the principal balance on your note, so that your equity position is greater and you sell the property, you're going to have a big chunk of money. You can cut that in half and buy two other properties to generate twice as much revenue into the house. So that's another time to sell it. And that would be building generational wealth, correct? That's exactly. And you can go back to our podcast, uh, look in our library where you know, we have tons of stuff there on that generational wealth. It's kind of one of the things I really want to get across to people. Um, awesome. Okay. So, so let's go to the next scenario. What yeah. happens if I bought my second home because um, I was living up in the north somewhere and it's freezing and snow covered and icy and I decided to buy down somewhere south and it was warm but I want to be closer to my babies. So so when do I look into potentially selling that second home where it's a difference in climate? I'm already retired. Um, it's not investment property for me. It's just that second home so that when, you know, it gets frigid in the north, I can come down or hot in the summer, I can go up. Hey, everyone. We want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Yeah. So it's the dichotomy of that is interesting. So grandma gets tired. We're talking about 55 and above communities here. Let's mm -hmm. let's let's focus that into so the public understands. 
grandma's missing the grandbabies. Okay. And grandpa's like, well, I like it here, but grandma's like, yeah, I know you do, but I want to go see my grandchildren. Yep. So you can live here by yourself or you can come back with me. So they, they contact a real estate agent like us and they say, we want to sell our house. We want to go back to the grandbabies. A lot of times we'll facilitate that for them and we'll help them sell the house and then let them move back. A lot of times what we'll talk about is like, hey, if we're going to sell the house, what I'd like you to do is take a chunk of that proceeds and put it over here to utilize for rental so you can still come down for two or three months and then scoot back to the grandbabies. Okay, so you have that money set aside so you can rent a home for, you know, two or three months at fifteen, two thousand $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month, and then still have the ability to go back and spend time with the grandbabies. Because most of the time, grandma and grandpa, when they come down here, don't realize how much pressure is on the parents to leave work, get everybody on the plane, have them fly down, spend some time, fly back and everything. It's, it becomes it becomes kind of onerous on them, right? Absolutely. So you have the best of both worlds. You're still yeah. able to come to the warm, except you don't have to deal with the maintenance of a second home. Exactly. And if if you bought that home more than four years ago, your equity position in it is incredible right now. So you may want to sell that home, take that equity, that money, and just park it in someplace else. Now you got to talk to a tax advisor on this, but park it someplace else and then utilize it to do the renting for two or three months. And you know, I know people that come down and they rent from um, the end of November to the middle of December. Then they leave till the middle of January and then they come back and stay till the end of April. Now, you could structure that and you go back for the holidays and be with the kids, right? In the meantime, between like the middle of uh, December and the middle of January, the owner of that property could even get more rent for, for the holidays, right? So you would almost be an asset to the landlord on those types of properties. They could get more money for that one month period of time while you're enjoying kids back home, or you could rent it for the whole period of time and just be gone for a month. Okay. So there are many ways to, if you will, skin the cat on this mm -hmm. to make it more comfortable to still get out of the frigid cold, still be able to be with the grandbabies. I know one or two other scenarios that could potentially lead you to um, selling your second home, especially with the older generations. Yep. Yeah. So... We'll what we're talking about here is when it becomes a little difficult for a seasoned citizen to live by themselves and they need some assistance. And they're like, you know, grandpa fell, grandma fell. Um, we left the door unlocked. We left the house and the egg was still in the frying pan and we forgot to take it off. Those are just normal things. Mm -hmm. Okay. They happen all the time. Um you may want to start looking at, okay, if I sell this house and I have this equity, maybe I can take the equity and move into an assisted living center. Or sometimes we're starting to see generational living together where mom and dad talk to the kids and say, hey, could we buy a side-by-side -side unit where we're in the unit next door and the kids are here and we'll contribute to the down payment. So when mom and dad eventually pass on, the kids are, have this entire 
uh, home, which is like two residences, they then could utilize that for them to move up to a bigger property and use that as rental income. And I know that was really popular with a lot of new builds a few years ago. They were building a lot of generational homes where it had a mother-in-laws or a guest quarters for, right. you know, the parents to live in. Yeah, and actually that is something new by the builders right now. We're starting to see more builders having gen generational living arrangements. So I think that's something that we need to start looking at as a society because our population, we definitely need to have more or higher dense living in a smaller footprint. Awesome. Well, that is all my questions. Thanks for uh, sitting with me and explaining when I should sell my second home. You got it, Heather. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.